0: Music and fun, Miskin Radio. So, Mike, right now, just to—I just want to sum you up in three words: actor, comedian, musician. You're, you're in a band as well. You must be the coolest dad. Well, not in Kent, maybe, but on Earth.
1: I'd like to think so, but I think many times they're quite embarrassed by by the things I do, as you know, as children are, aren't they? You know. But, and they go to your gigs, don't they? Uh, they do. Yeah. So they 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 can't think it's that bad, can they? They they do still come. <laughs>
0: Um, and you're off to do the Vegan Comedy Festival in Brighton.
1: I will be doing that in March, yeah. Um, I'll be hosting the, the Comedy comedy Festival. Um, we've got lots of great acts on, uh, top acts. Yeah, fantastic, yeah.
0: And right, now, forgive me for my ignorance and my naivety,
1: but I like to think there's a test that you have to do to prove that you're a vegan to do the Vegan Comedy Festival. What? How do they know... <laughs> That you are a vegan, they spy uh, on you for about six months before you do it. They, <laughs> they set up cameras outside your house. Through <laughs> <Absolutely> the rubbish. <laughs> no, I think I think you'd uh, you'd have to be honest enough. Um, you know, it's a bit like a, a Muslim doing a, a, a national front sort of uh, yeah. festival. You, you just you, you wouldn't feel comfortable. I don't think. Yeah. No, I guess
2: not. <laughs> Scott, have you ever if uh, you ever tried going vegan, I did try going vegan once and failed after about three months, just because. I could not resist meat. It's terrible. You chuck a burger or a steak in front of me with some pepper sauce, and I was like, num, 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 that was it. Everything that I'd read was forgotten. But um, I wanted to ask Mike if he was a vivid dreamer, because the reason I wanted to go vegan is because I read that um, a lack of meat in your diet helps you to you know have function in that part of the brain or whatever it, the science is
1: yeah it certainly does I, I would love to have my dreams uh to be able to record them because they're, they're fantastic um yeah. take me to lots of weird places and uh so I've, I've had many many dreams that have actually uh come come true so they've been uh fortuitous what one, What ones dreams. came true um i've certainly seen uh all my children born before long before they were even around that's crazy um wow yeah, I mean there's some other things as well where you know people die which is not not very nice but um that you know there's lots of uh, yeah lots of lots of dreams the, the best one I ever had was uh, uh, a a a dream about a racehorse when I was very young this was uh, and I saw the I saw the name come out in the paper the next day I uh, saw the race come out <laughs> no. and uh, and this horse had won and uh, I I actually put a fiver on at the time which was a lot of money I think it was about 14 uh, and it won at 9 to 1 I always remember that yeah
2: yeah. What? I'm going to
1: yeah. take your number when we leave. Here. <laughs> Unfortunately, as it hasn't happened since, but well, that was amazing. Did, I have
0: to. Did you have any dreams about coming on this show? I really hope you didn't, considering they over-involved
1: birth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might. Be, I'm happy if you're doing money on
0: this show. <laughs> Even <Yeah. laughs> sure the other two, please, no, yeah. no, no. I,
1: I, no I can't, I, not that I can recall, but you, uh, you know, you, you can't recall them all because if you if you if you wake up with a bit of a start, you you tend to forget. Uh, but there's oh, some classics there yeah
2: yeah. yeah yeah i can quite believe it because all the philosophers say no meat in your diet will open up that ability you know like intuition you name it the, that's, that's, the sort of instinctual that's interesting things that, of us that, yeah that could be it yeah. yeah yeah
0: and uh and you love dogs as well do you and uh, do you is it right that you you test like you test material
1: or you you test your lines while well with your with your dog i i do yeah <laughs> uh if he stays up because he he, he tends to uh uh, like an early night, and uh, so it's not always easy. But I, I do, I, you know. I talk, I talk through everything with my dog. There's not anything that uh, I hide from him, and
2: hit him with me, really. You know. And they'll always be honest. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever done that, Scott? Um, I think the dog didn't like when I played guitar. Mm. Definitely not. If I whipped the guitar out, she was like, "I'm off." she knew there must have been some frequency she, she was picking up that luckily my ears don't it sounded good to me and it was obviously horrible for the dog <laughs> do you
1: know actually sorry to interrupt but that is uh, my dog doesn't like but I think it's just because I don't play the guitar very well <laughs> yeah. I think that's this what is, it is this, is this is what's in common here yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't
2: blame the dogs hearing or anything to do with frequency the people stay that's the thing <laughs> the, the, the this is it yeah people
3: do so it's got to be a frequency thing yeah.
0: um, and uh, and so as well, you mentioned it Mike you, you act as well Um you you played a role where you were a stand-up
1: comedian. What was that like? So you're, you're a comedian in, in life as well, and an actor. How did you do that? It's uh, It it sounded really easy because you think, you know, I should be used to this. But obviously, you're still playing a role, and you've still got to fit into that uh, that role of the particular comedian. Uh, and this comedian was a bit of an old, um, sort of dried-up uh, comedian who liked to sort of take the mickey out of the, uh, the, the, the newbies, which... Um, which is not me at all, you know. Um, so it's yeah, it was it was certainly an interesting one, and uh, it's but uh, it's great to do different roles. It's great to be different people. It's uh, it, it's really fun. Were the other comics you were sorry? Were the other actors you were you were acting with stand-up comedians themselves? They weren't no. Oh. They, uh, so it was it was all uh, new, new to them, uh, or how they perceived a stand-up comedian, but. Um,
0: and as, as and you you a duo the the music you do you play in a duo
1: yeah we used to have a band we tend to go out uh, mainly as an uh, acoustic duo now uh, tough the duo if you uh, if anyone's interested I, but I mean, we, how,
0: we, how do you, how do you manage that so you doing you doing music acting and comedy like you're direct how do you work that because actors always talk about how you never know when you're
1: going to get work no it's it's really uh, tricky because jobs are coming in all the time or you're put on hold for a job. Um, which is not confirmed so then another one comes in you think well actually do I take this one because you know uh, I think you have to go on your instincts a lot of the time and, and also, if someone messes you around too long, then uh, they, they must understand yeah. that, you, you know, if you, if you are any, any good, you'll be working elsewhere, you know.
0: OK, so this is uh, comedian Mike Kelson with me and uh, musician Scott Hendry, aka Fullmox. Uh, we're going to hear from Scott about uh, that particular video that he did uh, that's been shared massively. It's had 9 million views um, from things like the Lad Bible. We're going to be talking about him doing that particular video. We're going to be having uh, two live songs from him as well um, just in a little bit here on Miskin Radio. So that is produced by Camilla Moose, featuring Elle Baker. It's called Free. So uh, with me is comedian Mike Kelson and then uh, Scott Hendry, a.k.a. Fullmarks. Now, Fullmarks, you kind
2: of... You, uh, should, should we go Scott or Fullmarks? It's up do? to you. Let's go Fullmarks, because mm. it's professional. Mm. When, when we're off air, call me Scott. When we're on air, call me Fullmarks. It makes me feel important. I'll call you up. <laughs> something else. Scott, but but you can call me whatever you like exactly. to be Well, we can't talk about on it on the radio.
0: Yeah. Um, right, so... Okay, so we've got to talk about this video um, of you playing a song called Sex Face. It's been shared on the lad by the lad Bible now, yeah. over nine million views. Um,
2: but let's clear something up, right? It wasn't at a barbecue, which everyone thinks it was. It was not at a barbecue. No, it was. I mean, there was a barbecue there, but that is actually outside the front of a pub. They said it was a family barbecue, so it wasn't a million miles wrong because the pub was owned by my uncle. But that's the only link. So there was a few family members there. They're the ones that are singing along because they've heard the song and they love it.
0: I've got a, uh, I've got some of the uh, the Facebook comments from the lad <laughs> Bible, uh, and i scrolled down. I think I could, I was, several thousand comments. Um, yeah. I found two because they were the only two that I can read out on the <laughs> on the radio. Yeah. Uh, so my first one is from a chap called Jed uh, Jed Byrne, and this was his comment, and that was the last time he was invited to the family barbecue, <laughs> and that was liked over nine thousand times. Okay, but obviously Jed was wrong because clearly it yeah. wasn't a family barbecue. Yeah. But then I like the comment under it. it was by Scott Alexander Hendry, which of course is you yeah. <laughs> and you, you comment the words are all wrong ha ha full marks. send them the proper ones because they <laughs> subtitled it didn't they yeah. and they got them wrong they got them wrong yeah
2: how many people noticed that was actually you uh, a lot of people who have not seen for a while were like mate just seen you on Lad um and a lot of people were messaging me to say Lad Bible have stolen your video because initially they hadn't credited uh, that it was me So I obviously had to get onto them. And I just found it funny there's people out there fighting my corner. And yeah, like, well, we know this guy. Uh, Yeah, it was a a buzz to wake up that morning after they posted it to the onslaught of messages that I'd got, yeah. Who videoed it? Um, It was my girlfriend Ellie. Well, my fiance Ellie, actually. She is now. um, Just a little over the shoulder. I've spent thousands on some of my music videos, and they get like... Fifty views. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you do like one thing on an iPhone, <laughs> over the shoulder on an yeah. iPhone. And was yeah. like, had she been drinking mil. at all? She had a couple so, of yeah, drinks. Exactly. Yeah. So you employ like you employ someone for thousands of pounds to like yeah. do a lovely video. Yeah. Just get someone having a drink, <laughs> whack an <laughs> iPhone, iPhone out, up. whack a phone up. It's <laughs> yeah. much easier. Yeah. So much easier. Crazy days. Um, and your cousin sang with you as well. So it was like it was a, you know it's technically a family fair. Your your cousin sang with you in it. Yeah, Chloe. no,
2: not with me in it, but she was there on the day. Right. um also doing a much more PG and uh, hmm. family-friendly set, um, yeah. So we've not we have performed together actually, Chloe and I, once at my Auntie Janet's birthday, quite some time ago. We did a little rendition of. Um, but that King wasn't Studio. made into a lad bible, Auntie Janet. No, I mean, yeah, that wasn't, no, no, right, no. no, they were nothing to do with that. No. Um, but it's been a long while. But she's doing really well, yeah. If you don't know Chloe Page, you should check her out.
0: Well, she because obviously right. So she went on the X Factor. She was on X Factor. Um, so 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the songs you're going to do tonight is called the X Factor. Yeah. Um. And it is it is one of my favourites of yours, and but it's, it's very scathing of the of the show, isn't it? You, it is. So you yeah. wrote it before before you yeah, went on. Yeah,
2: funnily enough, I'd written the song the year before Chloe went on it. but I'd watched it with the, the, that was the year Fleur East was on it and all that stuff, and I'd had spouts of thinking it was great throughout my life, and then realising, oh my god, this is just a big fix and whatnot. So I watched it for this one year, and. Um, was inspired to write the song after it and that actually became a catalyst for the album that it all kind of tailed off after that. Um, but it's just such a joke. And obviously when Chloe was going on it, she she she's not daft, she knows what she's doing and it's massively helped her for her public profile and She's she's well got the X Factor. She could have won it quite easily but there's lots of politics involved. Mm. But uh, when the song actually came out, she was on the X Factor so there was an air of uh, of tension but um it's all good she knew that I, I there was nothing inspired by herself i'm um, I'm not a big fan of, of those shows at all i mean uh, i i think they limit
1: talent as opposed to and it, it's it's awkward because a few of my friends have actually been on it and you've got to support them but yeah, but yeah I don't but yeah <laughs> a
2: little bit of you thinking yeah no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello.
0: and uh another song as well you you that you're gonna, that you're gonna perform tonight um, that was after lo- is it losing a rap battle?
2: Yeah I lost a rap battle the first rap battle that I'd ever taken part in I lost uh, mainly because I lost my bottle I'd lost my head I'd forgotten everything that I was supposed to say and started panicking and that's something that I've not really experienced since a young kid at school um, but you know what it's like you're trying to I don't know, there's that pressure. That Did it feel like a school exam you. almost? Is it like that yeah, sort of... a little bit. It was like a test of my resolve. I had a bit of a name like, and about me and people were expecting me to go in there and really spank the guy, which I would have done if I could have got what I wanted to say out. But, um, it was like stage fright. Have you ever had stage fright? Yeah. It's, it's harsh. <laughs> and in that moment, it's even harsher because someone's there pointing the finger at you. And, uh, for my ego, it was a big shot to take. So, under the Walls, which is the song that came about, was the first time I'd written anything on a guitar for a couple of years, because I was banging into the hip-hop and rapping and battling and all that stuff. Um, but the the morning after I woke up, sat down, made my coffee, picked up and, <laughs> and wrote the song. and It's pretty much stayed in the drawer. I only ever sing it when I come on radio stations, just because I, I, I like to sing it. Um, and I don't get much chance to at the moment, or up till late anyway. Um, with, with, with rap battles... Um so
0: you essentially a rap battle you just throwing insults at each other, aren't you? Pretty do much. Do you have a weird bit at the end? Do you like have a beer with them after? Do you do you yeah. say, oh, like I really liked your insult about my mother? Or oh, <laughs> yeah. you know, your one about my brother was
2: lovely. Like, how does it? How, what do
0: you do afterwards? There
2: is a bit of backslapping. I know that um, the guys who do it professionally, there is some bad blood amongst certain uh, rappers or certain battlers. Much like there is certain football teams. For whatever reason, this one doesn't like that one because mm. of something that happened in history, and it works exactly the same. Um, but no, the guys that I've battled with Both of them um, are cool like they, They're rappers from around my way And um, we've c- kind of got friendlier After the battle, if that makes sense F- Yeah, so you're probably right There is a bit of a well done, mate Good this <laughs> <laughs> Cool, okay, well um, It's time for your first song uh, So I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you introduce it Right, let me just uh, wet my mouth <laughs> Indeed Which is an essential part of this game Mike will agree <laughs> Yeah, quite agree mm. <laughs> So the song's called Under the Walls And as I said, I wrote it the day after um, losing a rap battle. Which is not a nice thing to experience if anyone ever wants to try. I did win the next one. (laughs) Okay.
3: Under the walls I'm resting but ready For those thunderous calls They roll in to set me free From ageing slumber Grown so accustomed to it, but its rain is over. No, I knew it, I oh, yes, I knew it, and I spent a life time biting my tongue, waiting for the night when the right word Stand in the limelight And scream my name out Again and again Until they know that I'm here Until they know that I'm here Under the surface Ensues a war of sorts And a victor emerges With his head held high Because he threw no bombs and drew no swords I will break the bonds to my body Human chains that restrain my light. And i set them to flames and stand Getting warm by the fire I've been cold on this long, long night Yeah, this long, long night Where I spent a lifetime biting my tongue And waiting for the night when the right words come To stand in the limelight I scream my bloody name out again and again Until they know that I'm here Until they know that I'm here Yeah, 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 yeah Thank you.
0: That is Scott Hendry, aka Fullmarks, with his first live song that is Under the Wall. Uh, we're going to now play uh, one of two uh, world exclusives tonight we've got on the show. This first one is from Gigawatt, and then we've got another one from Real Thomas later. And of course, in about four minutes' time, uh, Fullmarks is going to be doing his second live song, and you're going to be able to watch that on Facebook Live too. Yeah. So that is the first of two world exclusives we have on the show tonight. Never been played on a radio station. We were the first. And um, that is Watts with Never Again. It's made by Alice and Rich. They are from Gravesend. Um, now it's time for Fullmarks' uh, second live song. Um, if you want to watch it, go on Facebook. Uh, go on to the Miskin Radio, M-I-S-K-I-N, Miskin Radio uh,
2: Facebook page. And you can watch it live as he does it live. So I will let you introduce it. Thank you very much, Kieran. Um, yeah, so this one's called X Factor. There's about a million words, so if you hear a little pause where the guitar's ringing for a sec and someone going, Shh, it's me just re-wetting my lips. Um, I should try and fit it within the beat. I'm, I'm all right. And it's been so long since I played this guitar. If there's guitarists listening who've spent hours and weeks learning and getting your grades, then I apologise that I am sat here playing this rubbish. Um, but here we go. <laughs> Certainly over half my life I have been chasing this one particular dream One particular moment from one particular scene And though it's something I imagined and then... Fashioned in the chasms of the plasma of my mind I printed it on the side so that the picture show was permanent Wanted to pause it and rewind it Man, I was playing it all the time until I grew up Experienced life and its formalities These things are moving quicker where they used to move gradually Naturally, a catastrophe came looming up on the horizon It passed us ever so fast and it was the prize I didn't have eyes on what was the cost of me stupidly taking them off. Well, it seemed that my dream is awash. Was I riding a peak or a trough? Had I equalled the weakness of people who fall when it seems to them everything's lost? Cause simply not giving a toss had gotten its point across. And in the midst of all the madness, yeah, the sweet words of my granddad come back to me that I almost
3: forgot. He said, Son, you got the X Factor. He told me yours is the voice. Our oh, kid, you've got talent. And he wanted me to sing out. Only just to make myself believe it So strongly, yeah, yeah That nobody could ever say Nobody would ever tell me I ain't got the X-Factor That I ain't got the X-Factor That I ain't got the X-Factor That I ain't got the X-Factor Yeah, I ain't got the X-Factor That I ain't got the X-Factor well, I ain't got the X Factor. And think about it. If I didn't, then who was this
2: kid? He's sitting here spitting, hitting strings and opening up his soul when he sings. And who put the words on the page for this hairy-headed hobo of a tramp to be performing on stage? He looks a mess. Nothing on JLS. It's not the sort of face that they could present to the press. He needs work. They wanted Alexandra Burke. I'm like a bloody wildebeest with
3: the hair a flirt. Issa say, oi. That ugly boy is me So like I'm too rough around the edges to be on TV That's why they catch me down my local singing songs for free Songs I wrote my silly self out on my balcony Yeah, songs of life and love and all the light they both encompass Songs that warm you up like you're running in 20 jumpers And there's a million more in my head Like my sweet grandfather once said When he was like, son, you got the X Factor He said, yours is the voice Our kid, you got talent And they wanted me to sing out Only just to make myself believe it So strongly That nobody could ever say Nobody would ever tell me I ain't got the X Factor That I ain't got the X Factor That I ain't got the X Factor That I ain't got the X Factor yeah, I ain't got the X-Factor, no, I ain't got the X-Factor. Yeah, I ain't got the X-Factor. Quick sip for
2: some water. Because this verse is mental. And now the cold heart of the truth is I could rain a fire in the booth. I sent my tape to BBC but me they wouldn't introduce. I must have had eight automated messages saying thanks we listened but obviously weren't impressed with it. Either that or somebody took my tape to Taiwan and they started selling it. I really can't be dealing with the stress of it. You see I'm the king of the hooks. Talent's not written in books and it's nothing they can judge on looks. So what the hell's wrong with a world where all these men and women despair over what one person wears or how they're styling their hair. Don't they know voting for Sympathy
3: ain't making it fair And how much tragedy they suffered It takes how much you care But what is worse Is all your people won't be told That Simon Cowell found the formula for faking soul And all them
2: shiny hearts your lover only painted gold Simon says to cast your bed and you get straight involved Well, don't be getting upset Because every one of us fell for it The geezer's making money for the hell
3: of it He don't want no artists with their own ideas Or vision for progress He wants an army of puppets all will accept all the no's and yes's So do I have the factor X? Well, I guess that just depends on Upon your
2: definition, I only sold 200 records, got no international recognition. But now you can't
3: deny the hairs on your neck when they stand up for listen. And I ain't got the X Factor, yeah, I ain't got the X Factor. Saying I ain't got the X Factor, no, I ain't got the X Factor. Tell me I ain't got the X Factor, say I ain't got the X Factor. I'll say I don't need the X Factor.
0: Uh, it's Scott Hendry doing X-Factor. Uh, we're just uh, looking at Facebook now. We've got people uh, commenting like, uh, Robin says, incredible voice. Scott says, minted. Uh, Kathy, Ward Scott. We are so proud of you. Thank you. Um, so loads of people loving that uh, awesome, really. on Facebook. Uh, we're going to be hearing more uh, from Scott, aka Formats, and of course our comedian in studio, Mike Kelson, um, after this here on Miss Skin Radio. <laughs> So that is William Thomas. It's a world exclusive for us uh, here at Miskin Radio on the Kieran Paul session. It's called Magnolia in Spring. Um, and that's available to download. Now, uh, now we're going to talk about my favourite part of the show, which is this. Worst, wobby, worst, wobby, worst, worst, worst.
3: Worst, wabby, worst, wabby, worst.
0: Now we call we're it "worst jobby." I of course didn't realise that in Scotland, uh, "jobby" means something entirely else. But we won't be talking <laughs> yeah, about that. Uh, we'll be talking <laughs> about employment. Uh, so, I'm gonna, uh, so one of the two things that you've both done, because um, so actors, comedians, and musicians tend to do really strange jobs, like while doing yeah. while doing the work to kind of get the gigs. Um, you've yeah. both been removal men. What was the weirdest thing you had to like move out?
1: Well, I I just found it really hard work. It was all this really heavy stuff. I mean, I'm not not a bodybuilder. And uh, that's why I only lasted a day in that. I (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: I ended up actually doing it for about two years. And I looked like Skeletor by the end of it because just no sleep, bad nutrition, living on the road. It's horrible. It really is. And I once had the unfortunate mishap of packing a lady's drawers is the export packing so we pack all the stuff up all in bubble wrap chuck it in boxes on containers and send it to New Zealand or wherever and um I'd packed up a lady's drawers to have her come in and say oh have you been through these drawers I said oh yeah they're all over here in this box at which point she broke down in tears and began to tell me that her dad's ashes were in the box now I remembered seeing a polythene bag full of like well what was obviously ash but I could, it was indescribable at the time and uh after feeling really guilty and giving it back to her, thinking, "Oh, I've really made a boobie. We've made the customer cry." I thought to myself, "Why would you put your dad's ashes in a polythene bag in a drawer that also had underwear, old pictures, and like stuff? It looks like you've thrown away. It was like the man drawer."
1: Mike, any ashes? No, like uh, not that I remember. No, <laughs> <laughs> They would have been a bit lighter, I think. Actually,
0: I um, like <laughs> the, the phone shop thing you did as well.
1: Yeah, one one of the other uh, jobs that I did for a, for a day um, was working in a phone shop. Um, I don't know why, but the, someone offered me this job and I thought, yeah, I, I, I can do that. Uh, then I thought, actually, I don't really know a lot about phones. It was when <laughs> phones were just starting out, mobile <laughs> phones. And uh, I didn't have a clue. And they were coming out with all these terms and everything. And I, I was like, I'll t- try and bluff it. And unfortunately, it was it was a shop that had hardly any customers. So uh, you know, halfway through the day, I was saying, get, I'm getting away with this. Uh, and then uh, all of a sudden, uh, Shane from Westlife appears—the the only customer.
3: <laughs> did <laughs> he?
1: Did he come up from a chair? Did he sit on a
0: chair and then slowly, like, get up, like Westlife always did? Were there chairs in this phone shop? Please say I the should, word. I should have
1: checked, should not I? Because
0: he like, walks in and he goes, right, take a seat, sir. He goes and sits down and then, like, gradually,
1: as the chorus comes up,
0: he rises
1: <laughs> and then comes to you. The, the, the funny thing about it was he, he must have been the only person who knew less about phones than I did. <laughs> and, and he he comes in and he's like, uh, he goes, uh, my phone, my phone doesn't work. And, um... It, it, was that an Irish accent? I am yeah. not sure. I'll give you that. I'll and, uh, give you. <laughs> He'd been on holiday, <laughs> and uh, I, I, I sort of said to him, "Well, uh, you have to turn it on." <laughs> so he was like, "Oh, cheers, thank you," and he was off. Satisfied and it was customer. yeah, that was it, and that was all that was wrong with his phone.
2: <laughs> you probably got a good review that day. <laughs> probably, yeah
1: but uh, yeah, no exactly. I, I thought no I can't do this anymore someone, someone's going to come in and uh, call me bluff so that, that <laughs> yeah. was it because um, uh, I mean
0: do, do you, are you one of those guys like one of these guys I, I tend to do it as well that if someone says right I need something doing you just kind of say yeah you just think oh like I've got a bit of free time I'll do yeah, it definitely. without thinking and I, I like, like
1: the challenge of trying something but sometimes yeah. you come unstuck don't you, you know? definitely, yeah. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to do it to learn though exactly yeah
0: yeah. I once had a trial at um, game the shop game um, oh, right. and uh, other shops are available I believe uh, but it was the difference I had to sell someone the difference between a PS4 and an Xbox others are available and uh, I don't know anything like the last game I've played on the PlayStation was a 2005 game I know nothing Excellent. about it and I had to go on, I had to do like a trial at the shop and the manager came up to me and he went Kieran I think you should leave <laughs> So I, had to, I had to go and get back, get my jumper, and then just leave. And I've never gone in that shop since, and it's one of my favourite shops. See, I, this I, is
2: I, why you've not played Xbox since 2000. I always know when,
1: when to quit. I always, I always get that in first. I, I, I don't really think this is a job for me. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: retaliate first. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you've done flooring as well. Well, uh, Scott, yeah, uh, still I mean, have to do some flooring yeah. from time to time to pay the bills. And do, do you have to? So, I mean, what's it like going into people's homes? It's fun. You know what? You never know what you're. Go- it's a box of chocolate. It's my job. Literally, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes they're amazing. They make you food, and they can't look. You end up not doing the job because you're chatting to them and talking and having a laugh. And sometimes you just want to hide things that smell under the carpet before you leave. You know what I mean? I've never done it, but you can imagine of smelly stuff that could be slotted into a little groove cut in some underlay. You could hide stuff. I never have, but, yeah, some of them, mate. Although some of them, it wouldn't make any difference because there's stinks in there anyway. You're not going to get any bookings now. You know yeah, that, I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully I won't get any more carpet jobs. I'll be happy. Uh, yeah, I don't do anything when I'm singing. That's it.
0: <laughs> and you, we were saying about dreams earlier. Um, Mike, you were saying like you, you sort of prophesied things. Um, Scott, when you, like, if you, you, do you take inspiration from your dreams into your songwriting?
3: Uh,
2: there is a link... With the creativity thing, like, when I was younger, I had nightmares. I was always being chased one way or another. Someone was chasing me, and oh, you, you get that thing, you can never run. Do you ever get that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. You just can't run. Do you reckon Usain Bolt gets that? I don't know. you reckon know, you know, Usain Bolt gets that? No, dreams, no, yeah. no, way. I can't imagine him dreaming <laughs> he's probably, of being slow. <laughs> he still yeah, beats he's
0: everyone. <laughs> <laughs> monster's chasing him, that'd outruns. of rocket ships and stuff, <laughs> yeah.
2: Ferraris. That, that's his thing. But no, I used to dream of getting chased, and one night, in my dream, some... Where some way I figured out that if I turned sideways and done like a side foot shuffle, I could go really fast. And this was the beginning of then realizing when I was dreaming that I could change things or do you know do certain or that, make that,
1: things happen. Yeah, that is fantastic. When you get to that stage where you can actually control the dream, yeah, you
2: know you're aware you're is. in it. Brilliant, uh, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I got to the stage where I could create a castle out of ground. I could change the colour of the sky. Like It was mad. And it all just kind of stopped, which is why I started searching for it again and got reading about veganism being linked to the yeah. more esoteric uh, functions of our brains. You know what I mean? Um, so to hear that you have never been, not eaten meat since you were young, young, yeah, you, yeah, since yeah. school, yeah. and now vegan, totally makes sense to me that that kind of diet you know, keeps your brain in That's that probably, kind of function. I'd not
1: even thought about that myself, actually, yeah. but uh, that yeah. could well be, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I've read a lot of philosophy on the subject, mm. and it, it, I would never have looked at veganism. I'm, I would have had an argument with you about, <laughs> we used to be hunters, you know what I mean? We used to look at this, but now I, all of the science says we're not meat is not supposed to be meat-eaters.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm still a hunter. i go and track down the falafel at uh, yeah. the Sainsbury's, you know. Yeah, so. exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right, There's it. work to be done. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, you
2: should next time you go in there wear a grass yeah. skirt or something, yeah.
0: sir. You're scaring your no, It's just Sunday nights. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, but do you know, like we, we, in dreams, that um, you can't create people. Like every every person you in a, in a dream you see, and every place you see in a dream you have been to, and you, every face you have seen. In life, now that, that's weird because, like, if you have a dream where you're in front of loads of people, like hundreds of people, wherever you like,
2: a gig or something, yeah,
0: you just, all those faces, you can't, you have to put your friends in that audience. Yeah,
2: that's weird. Or maybe random faces that you might have seen in a day on a, tra- on a train yeah. or something like yeah. that yeah. that's stuck I, in your head. Yeah. I, have, in, I, have, I
1: have heard that, but I, uh, places is the one for me because I dream of so many places that I've never been to, for, you know, foreign places that I've possibly could never have seen unless it's i've seen it on tv and, and for a fraction it and it's stuck and, yeah. i don't know but yeah it's 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 really that i dream of being anywhere i know it's it's odd yeah
0: and what um what's the what's for you Scott, what's like the easiest thing that inspires you what's like the
2: does it does it have to be quite a complicated process to inspire you <sighs> oh, man sometimes i could just be driving along walking along doing anything and i'll get a whole song hit me in the head, like Worst Enemy, I don't know if you've heard of it, if you're on my YouTube you'll see that it's on there, and another track that's on my SoundCloud called Beaten Back, these are two just to call to example, where literally the music and the chorus, like the catchy element, just went as if it wasn't actually mine, someone's gone yeah, do that, and it's bang there, so... It's, creativity is a weird thing that I enjoy experiencing because it works in all different ways some days you you know I try not to force it because when you do force it it rarely works and it, it annoys you the The result is you're you're sort of vexed by it rather than G'd up by it but um
1: I do, I do the same with jokes I mean if I, I, I think of something that I, I think is really funny when I'm out I, I desperately need to write it down quick mm. before I forget it and uh, I end up with all these little bits of paper everywhere and Do you ever do it at, you at night, all, night where like, you
0: write, you write I've, got, I, myself, I've got a whiteboard by my bed and I write something down in the night because I think it's the cleverest funniest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> and I wake up and I can read it like my write it's legible, but I'm like
1: what am I, how was that funny? <laughs> how, why was that funny? <laughs> right. And it's just not funny No context It's about one yeah. out of ten of those is actually good I normally find that once I've given it to the audience right. <laughs> You, go, you
0: actually go out of the whiteboard Right, so I came up with that at 2.30am And then I dreamt about him dying And then him giving birth uh, Okay, so this is, um, this is uh, Mike Kelson and uh, uh, Scott Hendry A.K.A. Uh, Fullmarks uh, in the studio at the moment uh, We've got a new song uh, to play now And it's from Moon Taurus And it's called White Lie The gateway to your community Miskin Radio Hello, Kieran here Thank you for downloading If you get your podcasts on iTunes, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you get a free podcast delivered to you every Thursday of our best bits from that week's show. And also, on iTunes, do leave a review as well. We love those. And on Facebook, there's loads of video content you can watch as well. Just search The Kieran Paul Sessions.
1: Bye-bye.